The most successful people in the world make it happen. This podcast is my attempt at documenting the lessons I've learned as I continue my journey to being the best leader, athlete, and coach I can be. This is for anyone who wants more in life and is hungry to go to the next level. Whether you are an athlete, leader, or coach, I will be sharing anything and everything to serve you at the highest level, which also includes bringing on guests who have made it happen and distilling how they reach that level of success. Please share and enjoy. Let's talk failure. Let's talk losses. I am right in the thick of some stuff going on in my own life right now. And I think this was the perfect episode to record right now. And I've been putting this one off for a while. I've I've been super excited, honestly, to talk about this topic because this is one of the foundational things to how I think and how I continually keep going. Don't stop. Stay relentless. Stay obsessed. Stay grinding. And stay committed with my whole being to given tasks, even when they're not going my way. And so this is a real thing. And I'm going to get real with you guys today. I'm not going to hide from, you know, the realness of of life, of going after a goal. It's not always pretty. It's not always flashy. And there can be and is a lot of pain involved with doing tough things. But in those moments, I really look myself in the mirror. I talk to myself, I say, listen, this is when most people quit. And this is why you will be a champion. Those around you will be a champion because you continue to show up and you continue to keep going and giving it your all even when things aren't going perfect. So I've talked about failure in different episodes before, but I want you I I want to talk a little bit about the whole mindset behind how you turn losses into lessons, how you turn losses into lessons and and the really the reality that Failure is only temporary defeat. I want you guys to say that in your head. Failure is only temporary defeat. There was a point in time where I would cross out failure whenever I would see it uh, in a book or whatever. Or if I if I wrote it down or anything like that, I would cross it out. And it only was temporary defeat. I think that's the reality. I'm going to give you a bunch of different mind shifts to shift uh, how you look at failure losses, however you want to word it. Everyone has their own definition of what failure is, because is is failure even real? Um, but this is a super important topic. We all experience it. And the difference in your life and everyone else's life is how we deal with failure will define us ultimately. And so let's just start by asking, like, what is failure? And I've said this in another, in another episode, but there's a really beautiful video of Kobe Bryant talking about this. And he said, what is failure? You know, like to me, failure is only quitting. And that's one way that a lot of people frame it in their heads so that they always keep going. They're never a failure. And I want to bring it back to this. What I do is that it's all about my intentions. I define myself by my intentions. And I know that in every moment, I when I give it my all, I cut it loose. When I go and I put myself out there, I know my intentions. That is who I am. I'm putting it all out there. I'm not defined by the end result. That isn't who I am. I'm not a failure if we lose, if I don't make the play, if I screw up in business. I'm not a failure because my intentions were giving it everything I had. I was a committed individual. I was a courageous individual because I put myself out there in those situations. The only way that you fail or lose or whatever is you put yourself in a position 
to have that win or loss moment, success or failure moment. And a lot of people don't have the courage to do that. But that's what it takes to become the best version of yourself, let alone attain greatness, whatever anyone talks about. But when you really want to reach the ultimate version of yourself, you're going to have to fall on your face. You're going to have to fall on your face. And so really, I talked to um, my one of my old strength coaches. This is a long time ago. This is about two and a half years ago now. And, you know, we talked, we we're talking on the phone and I was just telling him how everything was going and how I wasn't really satisfied with where I was at. I was really frustrated because I was behind some really good receivers and wasn't really playing here at Eastern Washington. And he told me, he said, um, he said, listen, if you every single day seek out failure, find your failures, you will be beyond successful, whatever you look at as success. I was sitting there, I was like, whoa. <laughs> he just told me to go fail. Go out there and fail. Another little thing that I picked this up from was Sarah Blakely, the, the co-founder, or sorry, the founder of Spanx, billionaire, a uh, woman, she's married to Jesse Itzler, who he's the owner of the Atlanta Hawks. But she t- tells a story, one of similar nature where her dad, she would come home and her dad would say, what's one thing you failed at um, this week, at the end of the week? And if they didn't have something, he would genuinely, genuinely be disappointed, seriously disappointed that they hadn't gone out and failed. And so I have my own little version of that. And this could be a little tool for you guys too. F-E-S. And this is another thing I got from Sarah. She said, I look to fail at something every single day, almost every single day. And I also look to embarrass myself. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And (laughs) she says, yeah, I go and like, if it's been a while since I've been embarrassed, you know, by putting myself out there or whatever, like I'll just embarrass myself, embarrass myself. And she's told this story how she was an elevator in an elevator and she started making some crazy noises or something. Like she started singing and then that was her like getting embarrassed. And so just gems from these people are so much out there in terms of great content to feed your mind, you know, stand guard at the door of your mind every single day, because it is the most important thing you feed, even more important than your body. But I got this tool from her and from my coach. And it's this thing called, I call FES. And I've been better. I haven't been great about it, but I used to every single day in my book, in my planner, I would have one thing every single day, one thing that I failed at, I I needed something there. One thing, one moment where I was embarrassed, got red in the face or whatever. And then one thing that I did was truly scary. You know, those moments when you're, you want to go, you know, like you feel like you should go talk to that person, but you really don't feel like it. Like, it's like, ah, or you want to go and out of your comfort zone and go do this thing in front of a bunch of people but you don't do it. Or they ask for a volunteer out of the crowd, right? We've all been there. They ask for a volunteer out of the crowd and you're like, ah, should I go do it? Some of us just are like, no, absolutely not. Not me. Don't look at me. Or when they, when the teacher asks, does anyone have an answer? And they get silent. Oh no, they don't, they don't want to come to me. Well, those are moments and it has to be one where I truly don't feel like it. And when I step in that moment, I've earned my S for the day. F E S. And if you do that every single day, I guarantee you, you are going to take leaps and strides in your life. And so I want you all to think about, especially with failure, get your ROF up, rate of failure up. Fail first, fail frequently, and fail forward. 
because these will ultimately give you the lessons to allow you to become elite. I'm going to say that again. Fail first, fail frequently, and fail forward. And so a one little example of this I'll, I'll give you guys is I was a huge fan of Jocko Willink. And I used to just just absolutely consume all of his podcasts and everything. And I need to get back on that too. Great podcast. And one thing that he said in his his little one of his episodes is he said, you know, I, I went back to school. I went back to school and, you know, I was going to take it really seriously because he didn't really take it super seriously. Uh, I'm not super sure on on the whole what he was like in his early schooling career. But when he went back as a, you know, grown up as an adult, uh, after he'd gotten through SEAL, when he was with the SEALs, I'm pretty sure he was, this is in like active, um, you know, he's, he's with them. And so he goes back to school to get a degree, a major or a master's in his English degree. And so his goal, he would go sit right at the front where the professor was. He would put these, all those number two or number four pencils, whatever they are, right? You guys see those pencils with the perfect little red eraser at the top. He would line up three or four of them perfectly right next to each other in the front right corner of his desk. And he would sit down at the front of this class right in front of the professor and he would ask every single question that came onto his mind until he completely understood what was going on in the class with the professor, with the subject, and he would leave no stone unturned. And his goal, this is stuck with me to this day, and that's my mindset when I go into classes. His goal was to get so much out of the course, and it really was to know more than the professor knew about the topic at the end of the course. I mean, talk about a savage mindset. He would go in there wanting to get more out of the teacher, become better than them at the thing that they were teaching. Can you imagine the type of insights that his brain got because that was his focus when he went in? And my whole point in saying this is a lot of us are so afraid to ask the question to look stupid. Now, what is that? That is a fixed mindset. One of the most important books, the most fundamental book to your success as an individual, as a person, leader, athlete, whatever, is your mindset. And one of the most important important books ever to read is Mindset by Carol Dweck, where she talks about fixed versus, uh, fixed versus a growth mindset. And so I'm going to go through this sheet. And if you guys are interested in this, please uh, DM me on social media or text me if you have my number. And I will send this, this thing, this PDF to you, and you can print it out. I read it every single day almost. Uh, for sure, once a day on the right side, left side, not so much. So I'm really just focused on the growth mindset. But these are the main keys in a growth mindset in a nutshell, okay? So a growth mindset is intelligence can be developed. It leads to a desire to learn and therefore a tendency to embrace challenges, persist in the face of setbacks, see effort as the path to mastery, learn from criticism, and find lesson and inspiration in the success of others. And as a result, they reach ever higher levels of achievement. And all this gives them a greater sense of free will. Okay, that's growth mindset. That's the green. That's the good. Then on the other side, she's got fixed mindset. It's Carol Dweck. Blue color instead of green. I guess that's her negative. So fixed mindset is intelligence is static. 
it leads to a desire to look smart and therefore a tendency to avoid challenges. Give up early in the face of obstacles. See effort as fruitless or worse. Ignore useful negative feedback and feel threatened by the success of others. As a result, they may plateau early and achieve less than their full potential. All this confirms a deterministic view of the world. Okay, so Jocko is the ultimate example of a growth mindset when he goes in there and he's going to ask every single question because he knows, he knows that he's not trying to protect his abilities and look smart. What did it say? It leads to a desire to look smart and therefore a tendency to. The opposite spectrum, growth mindset leads to a desire to learn. Take pride in your ability to learn. Take pride that you ask all the questions. That is huge. If you can get all your significance from being the most biggest, best learner, you will be so successful. Okay, so there's a little snippet on the growth mindset thing. Hit me up if you want that PDF. I read it every single day. But she has these two bottom or sorry, these two questions that I put at the bottom of the sheet. And this was an add on there, but I added it on there. You guys can always write these down and have these be some of the primary questions in your life. And they have been for me. What are the opportunities for learning and growth today for myself, for people around me? When, where, and how will I embark on my plan? So it's truly putting putting that uh, growth mindset into action. And that's absolutely key when we talk about all this failure stuff. These fixed mindset people, they view failure as permanent while successful people just see it as another speed bump in their road to success. And so I want you guys to think about Maybe go back and listen to me talking about each side there. And if any of those resonate with you, if any of those popped up, oh, I think, oh yeah, I kind of think that I believe that that's a red flag. It's time to eliminate that squash that. And a lot of you probably have never heard that before. So it's okay. Let's get that out now. Because when you get rid of those limiting beliefs, oh my goodness, you will absolutely rocket to success. And so I'm going to bring in another thing into this whole failure piece, which is this guy named Ray Dalio. And he writes an incredible book called Principles. And one of the key things is that he draws, I want you guys to imagine a line that's going up and to the right, just like a graph. And then it bends down to the right and does a full loop and comes back around. And his whole thing is that that is what life and success is like. You go up, you fail, you go, you regress a little bit, you take two steps back, boom, you take three steps forward and go right back up into that graph. So it's a bunch of really like spirals going up. And it's such a beautiful thing. The biggest thing that I got from that is whenever we lose or have failure, we experience pain. You know, if I was in a group of people, I'd ask you guys, raise your hand if you've experienced the pain of loss and failure. And I guarantee you all you can relate to that right now. The key is, and the success code in life, are you guys ready? I'm going to give you the success code to life in whatever endeavor you're doing. Pain plus reflection equals growth. And to me, I don't know about you guys, but to me, growth equals success. Okay, I'll say that again. Pain plus reflection equals growth. When you lose, when you have a failure, it's all about that reflection piece because you're going to feel the pain. I don't need you to feel more pain. I need you to reflect on your losses, okay, on your failures. And so here's my time to share share kind of the stuff that's going on for, for us right now. We just lost a game to a team that we never lose to, man. Uh, we lost to them last year. We had a down year, and then we lost to them this year, and we had such a great offseason. Anyways, there's so many 
different elements into this. But the biggest thing is that it would be so easy to quit right now. We are all experiencing so much pain. But I got this awesome text from my teammate this morning, and it goes off exactly what you're, what we're talking about. And he talked about this message he got in church. And basically, there's this guy in the Bible, and he went through 15 years of slavery and imprisonment. And then when his opportunity for freedom came, he still gave glory to God. And he knew that it was all God's plan and his timing. And, you know, I don't know if you believe in the universe, uh, Buddha, Jesus, whatever whatever your faith is. But this guy named Joseph, he worked and he knew that it was going to be repaid, that his hard work was going to be repaid and that it was going to pay off. And it might not be in a form that you see it paying off or someone else around you seeing it pay off, but it will. And so for me, we experienced a lot of pain, but what did I do? It's all about my intentions. I didn't have a perfect game. I grabbed my phone. I started a Google Doc. I went into my, my Google Doc uh, and I started a new paragraph in my game recaps. I do those every single time. And I went over everything, every little detail. And I thought about what happened, what I was thinking in that moment, why I did that certain thing, what we could have done better, what our team could have done better. And I reflected. And it hurt, man. Did I want to do that? No. I just wanted to sit there and, and watch a movie on the bus ride back. And, you know, there's, I just didn't want to do much, right? And that's sometimes when I'm at my most vulnerable is when that pain hits in. It's it's a lot harder to do those things that usually I have the seamless discipline to do. Like, you know, like sitting around watching YouTube or going on social media. It can be a big temptation for me, but I know the reflection. That's where the money is. And in that reflection, you learn what you're going to do and you really start to implement. You turn those losses into lessons. And so that's my method, guys. Like, and this is, I'm doing this right now in this moment. And I've done it all the way up to this point. I've failed so many times. I probably failed more than anybody on my team, anyone that you've ever seen <laughs> uh, in, in sports, outside of sports. I've, I'm always chasing failure and I'm turning to, or I'm looking to learn it, to learn from it and turn it into lessons turn it into lessons. And I know that sometimes the most hurtful pain leads to the strongest insights. I'll say that again. Some of the, the deepest pain, the deepest wounds, they lead to the biggest insights, the things that really change the game for you. And they allow you to go and really look back and find things that you didn't notice before that you can improve. And, and sometimes those are the things that change it all, that change it all. And so that's what I would do. If you, if you go through a loss, you get a, you have a bad failure. Maybe it's a recent, maybe it's a little failure. Grab your notes out on your phone, grab a notepad, start a Google doc and break it down. What did you do? What are you going to do differently going forward? How, how are you going to change your intentions? Right? I said it. We're defined by our intentions. So how will you change your intentions going forward to be better? A little tool for you guys there to deal with that failure, to, to deal with those losses. But without reflection, you lose all the magic of it. And then it really is just failure. And that to me, that that is failure. Quitting and then not learning from it. And I didn't say not being perfect after that. I didn't say you go and you 
you mess up on a test and then you go, you go ace the first one. No, no, I didn't say that. (laughs) I said, learn from it. Go implement it. Go change your intentions. Give it everything you got. And if you screw up again, maybe it was something else that made you screw it up again. It is all about the process because that's the only thing that you're going to change. It's the only thing that you're going to control. And that ultimately influences the outcome, influences the outcome. There is no such thing as failure. If you really believe in that, there is no such thing. You can let go. You can drop the bag. You can drop the rock you've been holding. You can blow the clouds out of the sky and allow the sun to come through because failure does not define you. It doesn't. And that's one thing I struggle with too, myself. You put so much into something, you care so much. I mean, how many people can relate to this, right? You put so much, you put your whole being into it and you lose. But to me, that is the most powerful thing. Putting your whole heart into something, knowing it damn well could be broken. Don't run from it. Don't get bitter. Get better. And keep showing up. Have the courage to show up. To look at the people in the eyes. Even when you have a horrible game. And I'll tell you right now. The more you do this, you're not going to have horrible games anymore. You're going to have little things. Little things. And it's just going to be tweaking. Tweaking the system. Tweaking the process. Tweaking your, your way of going about things. And ultimately you will get to success. Whatever that is for you. And so I'm going to finish with this quote. And I want you guys to think about this. To avoid criticism, say nothing, do nothing, be nothing. That's by Aristotle. And I think a lot of people, when they look at, you know, the whole make it happen thing, I don't think they understand what it really means to make it happen. And I was going to do a whole other episode on this, but it's just coming to me right now. To make it happen isn't just to, to do the thing in the moment. To, to make the play, to, to get the deal. No, no, no. Making it happen is a way of life. Making it happen is about making the choice in every single moment to have your intentions in the highest regard. To show up in every single moment like it's your last. And when you don't, you get back to it. And you get back to it. It's about every single day making the choice. That even though it's not perfect, even though you didn't get exactly what you wanted, even though things aren't going exactly exactly the way you want them to go and that life is, you know, life and things happen, that you continue to show up and put yourself out there and push through failure and push through losses and ultimately come out on top and win the marathon of life. That's what making it happen is. It's a way of life. And that's what true leaders do. That's what true leaders do. So I hope you guys got a ton of value from this. I really appreciate you tuning in. Let me know what you think. I love to hear the feedback from you guys. Let me know if we, what else you want to hear me talk about. But I think this one was very needed, guys. Turn your losses into lessons. They are not final. Get your rate of failure up. Fail first, fast, frequently, and forward. Get a little FES going. Get a Google Doc going. So when you do lose, you use that pain. Reflect. Add that to the mix, and now you're growing, and then you're succeeding. That's all it is. Make it happen out.